Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Saturday, April 30th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyze weather data in order to come up with some plays and totals. I'll make one pick, one pick only on every game played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean that I recommend you the same. I'm just giving me information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As you go through the plays, remember that there are no locks in gambling, so it'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to help you decide what picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday, another great day for us. Brings us back up about seven units on the season. Obviously, we're going to try to keep that rolling. The, the encouraging thing, I think, to me about yesterday was it was a good day, lots of profits, and we actually had a couple of bad luck spots. Uh, the Cardinals-Diamondbacks game, you know, had a couple of tack-on runs there. That could have easily been a push or a win. The Angels-White Sox thing, I tweeted about that. I'm officially grading that as a push. Most of you would have been pushed on that. I've not seen a book that treats it different. I'm sure there's one out there because um, every book can come up with their own house rules, but it's standard in the situation where you're betting totals or run lines for the bet to be graded off of the listed pitchers with Syndergaard being scratched. Most of you probably had no action on that, uh, but if you if you had a book that didn't or if you re-got that down at, at a different number or if you were able to choose a different option, usually you can only choose different options on pitchers on money line bets, not on others, but Every book can operate however they want. Maybe you got a winner there too, um, since that game still went under due to the fact that the White Sox bats are just really bad. Um, and, and as I mentioned yesterday, it was a good weather spot for the under. Uh, but I'm officially graded as a push. Maybe a couple of you out there got a winner there, which would be nice. So, I mean, it, it wasn't one of those things where we had been winning with some good luck, right? When you win with good luck, you're kind of like, I know it's going to bounce back. We've been winning, and the luck hasn't even been particularly great. So that's encouraging um, if we can keep that rolling a little bit of good luck things will uh just continue to go as well as they have this week that's that's what we're going to hopefully do here to finish out uh this week for us before we get to today's late some reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet please consider subscribing or following it's free and the only way to ensure that you don't miss any of the college basketball mlb or college football content that this channel provides share with a friend if you know others in the game hit me up on twitter or drop a comment from youtube i love those and try to respond to as many as i can you will also note in the show's description, have it on the website as well. I've got a couple of uh, sports books that I'm advertising. If you click those links and sign up there, uh, just a couple of different books that uh, I recommend for you to play. One of them, Bet Online, is the one that I use uh, for grading my picks on BetStamp. Both of these books offer reduced juice baseball lines. They offer the dime lines, so it's this it's the minus one hundred five on each side. Uh, if you've got a couple of books like that in your arsenal, you're going to be able to find an edge on sides on just about every game. So always recommend having more than one book, uh, especially if you can get these minus 105 lines for baseball games. I think it's really valuable this time of year. So check that out. Those links are in the show's description. Uh, they're also on that website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. That'll take us to today's slate. Some afternoon games, mostly more in the late afternoon. One that's going to try to get started early 215 eastern diamondbacks at the cardinals i don't know if they'll be successful in getting this game started early uh there definitely looks like there's some rain in the area 
might be some delays, might be a delayed start. It's hard to say. Thankfully, they have all day and the weather should clear out at some point. So whether it's the normal time slot scattered throughout the day or just pushed back, they should be able to get this one in. Merrill Kelly versus Miles Michaelis. Weather-wise, nice day temperature, mid-70s. And the wind's blowing out to left, left to left center towards the end of the game. The low double digits. The model says Cardinals minus 155. I, I'm staying away from this side either way. It doesn't right now. There's no edge, and the number would have to move in a very surprising way for me to really think there's value on either side with these two starting pitchers. Both of them are pretty solid. Both of these bats not as good. I'm going uh, with the under on this one. Under seven and a half. The issue that I have with this one and not making it an A grade is this weather. The fact that we've got mid-70s temperatures, the fact that the wind's blowing out to left, it just gives me a little bit of a pause. So I like the under, under seven and a half. I think that's the way to look. I just don't think I can give it the A grade. Hopefully we can stay one run better than we did yesterday. We can have seven runs instead of eight, and that gets us to the window. I like the under. Don't love it at seven and a half. Three or seven Easter first pitch. Astros at the Blue Jays. Luis Garcia versus Jose Barrios. The model says Blue Jays minus 132. So you could say that there's a Blue Jays edge in this one. It's a tough call for me. I like both of these pitchers. Um, I think Luis Garcia is underrated. I'm going to go under eight and a half, and I'm going to give this one a B grade as well. And the reason why is kind of similar to the previous one, except instead of the weather, it's just the fact that I don't know what to make of these offenses. Both of them can explode. The Astros bats have been talking about how they just haven't been that good for the month of April. As, as much as they've been priced, as much as they can be. They may be starting to come around. Last night, they just were on fire. So I am I think under's the right side. I like the pitchers. I like the number at eight and a half. Uh, obviously, I'd like nine more, but you know, with these two pitchers, there's no way you're seeing a nine. I just can't give it an A grade with these two offenses. I like under. I just don't want to be over-invested in it because we might see another game like last night where there's you know, 18 runs scored. So B pick for me on the under, I think in the long run, I think it's the right side. I just don't want to be that heavily invested fading these offenses. Angels, the White Sox, 405 Eastern first pitch, potentially uh, definitely got some weather issues with this one. I don't know what's going to happen with this game. Weather-wise, I think they'll get the Cardinals game in this one. Maybe a delayed start, maybe just some delays in the game. It's starting a little bit later in the day and the rain's going to hang around a little bit, little bit longer. I don't really know. It's going to get weird potentially in Chicago. Weather-wise, it does, or temperature-wise, it does look like low 60s. Wind's blowing in from right center, almost 20 miles an hour. The model thinks Angels minus 102, so basically a coin toss game here with Jose Suarez versus Vince Velasquez, both pitchers who are very meh. I'm going under... And I'm going first five under, four and a half. And I'm giving this an A grade. A couple of reasons why. First off, 
I, I just don't, I don't know what the delays are going to do with this. I don't know if it's going to be cold early. If depending, it's just you, we're still too far out in the morning to really know what the weather's going to do. Some would argue any minute out is <laughs> too hard to know what the weather's going to do. Right? Sometimes it looks like something's coming right for you, and then it, it moves, or it just misses you by a mile, or, or who knows if there's weird pockets. Right? So you never really know. I, I want this play graded. And so our best chance of giving that grade is first five. So I don't do a lot of first fives, um, but I am going to take one here just in case we only play six or seven or something. I want this graded. I don't want to deal with, you know, it being a, a two to one game in the seventh and then them call it and we have a push. The other thing is this reminds me a lot of the Orioles Red Sox game last night. It's a great spot for the weather. It's a great spot for these offenses. Again, I don't think the Angels' offense is as good as their results has been. Have been so I think they're being priced a little too high. Um, the White Sox offense is atrocious, and both of these pitchers are decent. I mean, they're not they're not good by any stretch of the imagination. But it, it, like I said, it's a lot like that Red Sox Orioles game last night, where it's the right spot. That doesn't mean that they can't play this game and it be eight to seven. Um, it's just there's way more chances where it's low scoring than high scoring because of the elements and because of these offenses. I think the Angels are the side I'd rather be on. I don't think I can back the White Sox with the way they're swinging the bat. Um, but I, so I mean, if, if you wanted to look aside, I, I'd go with Angels, especially if you're at least better than minus 110. Uh, but I just think there's the, the way to way to play this. I think the number's right. I think this number should be four. The fact that we've got four and a half and gets us the win there makes a lot of sense for me. So APIC first five under four and a half runs on that one. Same time slot here, 405 Eastern first pitch nationals at the Giants. There were way more runs in that game last night than I saw coming. I think probably than anybody saw coming in that one. That one got out of hand in a hurry. And a park that, you know, usually holds fly balls, a couple of those balls home runs last night were just destroyed. I mean, it didn't matter what park they were in. Um, you know, so kudos to that. And, and, and when we take these under, sometimes that's going to happen, right? The idea is that you have to hit the ball just right in order for it to be a home run with the way the ball is in some of these parks with some of this weather, right? And that's obviously not the case in every stadium or whatever, but in San Francisco, you know, in Oakland and San Diego and Miami and Tampa, some of these places, it's just – the ball just doesn't fly, especially this year. And the unders make a lot of sense because a lot of things have to go right for it to go over. And my goodness, things went right for the over last night in that game. Um, Yohan Adon in this one, a guy we've loved to fade versus Logan Webb, a guy you probably don't want to fade. Even though it's a day game, it'll be chilly, mid-50s. Winds will be going out again to center field. About 25 miles an hour, but again, that park is built to reduce the effect of wind, and the winds do weird things in that ballpark. So normally I would say winds out to center field at 25 miles an hour. Oh, my gosh, let's go over. Not in that park. Model says Giants minus 236. That's right in between where I see the number right now. I don't want to go Giants one line because I think it's going to be more likely to be a low-scoring game. If I had to pick Giants, that's what I would do because I don't want to lay minus 250 just in general. I just don't love the run line because with a total of seven and a half, if it's low scoring game, I just, I just don't, I just don't like it. We're going to have to lay odds with that. I mean, it just doesn't seem like it provides any value. Uh, you could not convince me to take the nationals with the Don on the mound against Logan Webb. I, the price just, I don't think you can make the price high enough for me to think that that makes sense. 
And we've loved fading Adon. I project he's got one of the worst ERAs that I project going forward for the rest of the season of any pitcher who actually sees the mound as a starter. Um, I have zero faith in him whatsoever. So I can't go under for the game. And I can't go over because in that part with Logan Webb, I don't think over makes a lot of sense either. So I think you're kind of stuck isolating some things here. Maybe the Giants team total over if you think that they can keep putting up runs. The Giants have a lot of players who are sick at this point, injured. Their offense is just they're just losing guys by the day, it seems like. Brandon Belt's off to a fantastic start. Lost him yesterday to illness. So uh, you could look that way. I think the best plays Nationals team total under. I'm going under two and a half. It's about even money. I'm only giving it a B pick because giving an A grade to an under two and a half, it's just got to be the perfect situation where you've got, you know, Cy Young on the mound versus a triple A team. I mean, two and a half is just so low. And so I don't want to be over invested in literally one swing of the bat can kill this bet. So I don't want, I don't want an A grade. I just think it's the best angle. I don't see the Nationals scoring much. Not in that part, not against Webb. Nationals under two and a half, about even money is my pick. B grade. For that one. 407 first pitch. Guardians at the Athletic. Shane Bieber versus Cole Irvin. Obviously a huge starting pitcher mismatch for the Guardians, which is why they are road favorites. Weather-wise, we've got upper 60s. Winds blowing out to right center. 10 to 15 miles an hour. Total of six and a half. That park just is such a pitcher's park. It's so deep. There's so much foul territory. So, you know, foul pop flies you know, stay in the yard and get caught. Um, six and a half is just a really tough number. It's we're, we're finally starting to see some more of these six and a halves where I'm saying this is what the number should be. So I can't just go under, right? I don't have that push protection at seven. So if it's it, seven, I think under makes a lot of sense. At six and a half, I just can't do it. Model says Guardians minus. 136. So I'll take the athletics at plus 138. A little bit of value here. I'll give it a B grade. Guardians got the win last night. It was their first win in, I don't know, a week and a half, I think. Um, I like this pick for a couple reasons. Number one, I don't think the Guardians can do what they did last night where they put up nine runs. Hats off to them, but that just kind of an, a wild game for them, including a grand slam. Um, I don't think they can repeat that performance. I also think that Shane Bieber, as good as he is, and he's fantastic. He is fantastic. The Indians have not shown a propensity to let him go eight, especially this year. He's made it into the seventh only once, didn't finish it. I think that people are pricing him like he's going to go eight. And the Guardians just don't tend to want to do that with him, at least so far yet this season. And they're just very cautious with him. And it makes sense. He's a great arm. I'd be cautious with him too. But I don't think that's being priced in. So I think there's a little bit of value on the A's here. I still think the Guardians win. I just think um, the A's win this enough times for plus 138 to be a good play for us. If the Guardians, if I, if you told me Bieber, you know, they were for sure going to let him go seven and maybe let him pitch into the eighth, I think I'd feel a little bit differently. But I just don't, I just haven't seen any evidence that they're going to let him go out and, and throw, you know, 110 pitches, 120 pitches if needed. And so with that said, I just think there's a little bit of value on the A's plus 138. So B pick for me there.
410 Eastern, first pitch, Twins at the Rays. Chris Archer versus Shane McClanahan. Model says Rays minus 152, so right now there's no value on either side. And I honestly don't care if there is or not. This total at 7.5 blows my mind. A pick for me under. I'm getting minus 105 even. I, I don't understand. Archer is very average at this point. McClanahan is very good. Um, that park is an under park. These two teams are under teams. These are two of my three most profitable teams in the season, most of it because of the under. This total should be six and a half, full stop. I don't understand this whatsoever. Seven's a very likely outcome, so getting the win there makes this pick just fantastic because we I can't the odds fantastic. This blows my mind. I think the most likely outcomes are five, six, or seven runs. I think I think eight's about as likely as four is. I just don't understand this one. Under seven and a half, eight pick for me in Tampa. Six ten Eastern first pitch Mariners at the Marlins. We got a nice winner with the Marlins yesterday. Gave us a little scare in the ninth inning with such a big lead. Robbie Ray versus Jesus Lazardo today. Two pitchers that. Honestly, I think that Lazardo is closer in how good he is to Robbie Ray than I think any of us would like that, that would instinctually say. I actually project, believe it or not, I project Lazardo with a better ERA going forward for the rest of the season than Robbie Ray. Ray had a fantastic year last year, uh, but he, he doesn't have the track record of being that good. Lazardo um, has had you know, a good prospect changed up some of what he did in Miami here. Um, it has looked pretty good. I think so. Uh, obviously raising, give you a little more, more confidence, you have more length in them. So I'd rather have Robbie Ray. I think he's the better pitcher, but I just thought it was interesting that projection wise that Lazardo projects pretty well going forward and Ray projects to be better than average, but not like he was last year. Just didn't she know what I thought model says Mariners, Minus 110, so maybe a little edge there on the Mariners. Again, like I said, even though I do project Lozardo as good, I, I still think Ray is the guy you'd rather have because he can give you that length that, um, on average, Lozardo is probably not there yet. Um, so maybe a little edge on the Mariners. I'm going under instead, under 7.5. A pick for me. Um, this total should be 7. Uh, maybe six and a half with these two teams. Yesterday there were a ton of runs. I don't see that happening today. Again, two pitchers that are good. Um, so, I mean, just easy call for me on this one, under seven and a half. Uh, maybe one day the number will catch up. The numbers haven't caught up yet, so we're going to still continue to exploit it. A pick for me under seven and a half in Miami. 6.35 Eastern first pitch, Padres at the Pirates. Sean Manaya versus JT Brubaker. Weather-wise, we're going to start off in the upper 60s, close in the upper 50s. Slight breeze and not going to really affect things whatsoever. Model says Padres minus 153, so there's no edge on either side. If you want to look Padres minus 160, I don't think that's a bad angle. I don't think Brubaker is bad at all. I think he's a, think he's a solid pitcher. Um but the Pirates, just their offense is bad and their bullpen is bad. Um, Pirates hung in there yesterday for the first half of the game. Um, model said there was value there, and I'm keeping an eye on that one. I'm thinking, sure, absolutely. Those plus odds, there's definitely value. And then the Pirates' bullpen got involved. The Pirates' bullpen did what the Pirates' bullpen does. 
So it'd be really hard pressed to take the Pirates in this one. If you really wanted just some plus odds action, I might take them first five, but I sure would take them full game. And given how bad their bullpen is and just how bad their offense is, I just have a hard time taking them in general. I'd rather go Padres. I'm not taking minus 160 on the money line for the Padres. I just don't think there's value there. But if I had to, that's not a, a bad way to look. Instead of going first five under three and a half, it's about even money. And that's a B grade for me. The reason why is, again, I think Brubaker's a good pitcher. I think is fantastic. I want no part of anything where I have to rely on the Pirates bullpen, so I can't go full game under. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with these first five unders about you know two percent of the time. It seems like it's not very often. Uh, I think this is the fourth today. I've got the third and fourth times we've done a first five, and half of them have been weather related, where I was afraid that the game would get called early. Uh, so it's a very rare situation here to do the first five, but I just think it's the best angle. Uh, I, I think it starts off slow. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a lot of runs early on. And then later on in the game, I don't really know. I don't really love the Padres bullpen either. So there's just no way you could talk me into full game under. I don't think it makes a lot of sense. But first I under uh, three and a half. I think it's a good play. I like that one. B pick for me there. 705 Eastern first pitch Braves at the Rangers. Bryce Elder versus Dane Dunning. Two pitchers that I don't really know what to make of. Dunning probably about average-ish. Elder done okay I, I still project him below league average and i'm just not impressed with his stuff it's okay um you know the fact that the rangers haven't seen him yet probably bodes well he's definitely a guy that i'm much more concerned about facing a team a second time uh i, I feel like he this the, his stuff not being as good i think is gonna hurt him there model says Braves minus 113 i think there's a value here uh, on the Braves, I'm taking B pick Braves minus 109. I can't really look total on this one just because these two pitchers can't really look under. I don't trust them. I can't really look over because I don't trust the Rangers bats. I just think this is kind of a wash starting pitcher wise. I think the Braves bats are much better than the Rangers bats. I think the Braves bullpen's better than the Rangers bullpen. Model says Braves minus 113, but I mean, in reality, if you just said, hey, what do you think the number should be? I'd have said Braves minus 120, probably. So minus 119 offers some good value. B pick for me, only a B, not an A, because I just don't want to be overinvested in a game started by Bryce Elder. I just don't, I just don't trust him. So I think it's the side you want to be on. I like it. I want to be invested. I just don't want to be overinvested. So B pick for me on the Braves minus 109. 705 Eastern first pitch, Red Sox at the Orioles. Nathan Eovaldi versus Spencer Watkins. A huge starting pitcher mismatch here favoring the Red Sox. Weather, chilly, mid-60s to start, mid-50s to close, no win. The model says Red Sox minus 187, and they're only minus 160. I'm going to give this an A grade. I think this makes a ton of sense to back the Red Sox. Uh, huge starting pitcher mismatch. Their bats are better. Uh, bullpens, Orioles bullpens have been actually okay, so I'll give the bullpens a wash. But, I mean, you're talking about a Red Sox team that is maybe not as good as their record indicated last year. They're probably not going to win 100 games this year, but they're still a solid upper 80 or low 90 win team versus the Orioles who haven't won. I don't know what the exact number is, but there's something like they haven't won more than 60 games in like eight years or something crazy like that. Don't quote me on that. But they're continuously bad. And, And I'm not saying that the team seven years ago matters here. I'm just saying they haven't been good. They have a track record of that. 
not much has changed yet. I think they're moving in the right direction. I just don't think it's they're just not there yet. They're on track already to lose 100 games again. I don't see why they don't. This game is just this game to me should be priced as one team is a lot better than the other and it's only priced as this team's a little bit better than the other. It doesn't make any sense to me. Red Sox minus 160A grade. To me this should be in the, this should be up to minus 200 in my opinion. I don't understand. I don't understand it. It's all off to say. <laughs> I, I don't I don't love going A pick on such steep odds, but this one blows my mind. Easy A pick for me on the Red Sox at minus 160. 17 Eastern first pitch, Cubs at the Brewers. Justin Sill versus Eric Lauer. I think Lauer's the better pitcher than Steele. Not by a ton. Um I've talked about Steele before on this podcast. I, I think he's I think he's solid. Um, Lauer though shouldn't be good, but he is. I've talked a lot about whatever the Brewers have in the water and their, you know, in their bullpen, figuring out how to get the most out of their pitchers. And Lauer is a prime example of that. Uh, to me, a, a quadruple A type pitcher, but the Brewers have turned him into league average, you know, pretty solid guy. Um, I give the Brewers a slight edge on the starting pitcher, give them a huge edge in the bullpen. I give them the edge in the bats. I mentioned this yesterday. I think their bats might be coming along. And uh, they sure looked pretty good last night. Uh, with if, if you know if they can get if they can keep Woodruff going, he's been a little up and down this year. If they can get him going again. Um, I don't think Peralta's that as good as he was before, but he's still not a bad three. They definitely got the depth to mix and match guys. They've got the fantastic bullpen. If they get those bats going, this is a scary team. I think the Brewers are the side you want to be on in this one. It's the model says Brewers minus 172. I really waffled on this one, whether I wanted to go with an A or a B pick here. Um, it's it's a tough call, in my opinion. You don't want to be over invested at these odds. Um, I actually posted, and I'll have to tweet and correct this, and I'll have to correct it in the sheet here. I actually posted, I actually initially had it as a B pick. I locked in the bet stamp. I locked in an A pick. That's what I'll officially go, and I'll correct the record here. I'm going A pick on the Brewers minus 163. The model says minus 172, but I kind of feel like this is similar to the Red Sox game. I think it should be more like minus 200. I just think the Brewers are the side you want to be on. And like I said, I really waffled on this one. Like I said, I initially typed it a B, and then I locked in an A. So it really a B, it really like an A minus pick on this one. I just I don't love having that much invested on a minus one sixty type pick. But I just can't get over the fact that the Brewers have an edge in every facet of the game, and they're at home. So I just I, I like I said, I really waffled. I locked in an A pick. I'm giving it an A pick. If you, you know, I don't, I don't have decimal units, right. But if you did, I might, I might have this one as like a, you know, I, you know, I have the C picks as one unit and the B picks as a two unit and A picks as a three. And this might be like a 2.7 unit, right. I don't do that because I'd be thinking all day trying to figure that out. Uh, so I'm just kind of rounding up or down here. A pick for me on the Brewers. I think it's the right side minus 160. I think it should be a lot higher than that. 17 Eastern first pitch Phillies at the Mets. Kyle Gibson versus Taiwan Walker. I have zero idea if there's going to be a hangover effect from the no-hitter. I have no idea if those players partied too much last night. No idea there. 
could be could be a factor, could not be a factor. Uh, weather-wise, though, we will have a chilly night. Under weather, again, just as last night, last night's under was pretty easy. I'm going under again, seven and a half. I'm going with a B pick instead of an A, just because I don't think these two pitchers are as good as last night's versions. So I like the under. I just don't want to be over-invested because as as much as I think I, – I think Gibson and Walker are both solid, but they're definitely a step down from McGill and Nola. I mean, there's a huge step down, and 7.5 and isn't the right number for how much of a jump down that is. Still a chilly night. So under, I still think makes sense, but it's not going to be. It's I just don't like it as much as last night. So I'm reflecting that and how much I am scaling my wager for that. Model says Mets minus one twenty two. So maybe some edge on the Mets. I just want to stay away from the side because I just don't know how they're going to come out today. They may come out and throw another no hitter. Heck, I don't know. The Phillies seem, the Phillies only scored runs against the Rockies. All the errors the Rockies made, right? It's not completely true, but it makes me feel better saying that. So. Uh, I think under's the right side. I don't know about who wins this game. Model thinks Mets, but I'm personally just staying away, not not knowing what sort of hangover effect there might be from the no-hitter and going with the under on a chilly night in decent starting pitchers. 17 Eastern first pitch, Yankees at the Royals. Garrett Cole versus Carlos Hernandez. We're going to be in the mid to low 60s. Wind's blowing out to right field, 10 to 15 miles an hour. Model says Yankees minus 174. It wants to fade Garrett Cole again. I don't think that's a bad play. Royals plus 193 offers a ton of value if you wanted to drop a unit, a half unit, something like that on the Royals. After last night, I'm a little scarred on taking the Royals. I don't know about you. They kind of hung in there for a few innings, and then it just fell apart. This one, I'm actually going to surprise a few of you, maybe. I'm going over seven and a half. I don't understand this number with the wind blowing out, the temperature above 60 with these two pitchers, Garrett Cole, who is more or less projecting well only because of his track record. But if you if I were just to if I were just to say Garrett Cole came up at the all-star break last year. And project him going forward. I might project him as I'd project him below average for sure. Carlos Hernandez, a guy who's been up and down, and the more I see of him, the more I'm I'm I think that last year we had some success backing him because he was undervalued. But I think now uh, he's pitching more like what I think everyone thought he would be last year, which is a below average pitcher. I just think this is really too low of a number here. I think this total should be eight and a half. I don't know why it's seven and a half. I'll go a pick over. This is my second a pick over on the season. The first one involved a team scoring 20 runs. I don't think that happens here today, but I mean, with the wind blowing out to right that hard and the Yankees bats against a, a pitcher, I project with about a five ERA going forward. It's on the table. <laughs> it's absolutely on the table. I like over. I think we get an easy winner there by about the sixth inning. 18 Eastern first pitch, Reds at the Rockies. Got got a a tight game for a while there yesterday, and then the Rockies ran away with it. I mentioned yesterday under weather in Coors. We have under weather again today. My biggest fear, I mentioned yesterday, was the Reds' bullpen is just not an under bullpen because they're barely a bullpen. And I kind of had the same thought. Total of 11 today. Wind's blowing in from right field at about 10 miles an hour. It'll start off about mid-60s and close in the mid-50s. Um, you know, under weather. But my goodness, that Reds bullpen, I wouldn't trust at all. 
Chad Kuhl, a, a decent pitcher, maybe average pitcher, um, versus Connor Overton, a, a, a minor league journeyman. This line blows my mind. The model says Rockies minus 149, and I don't know what the model is thinking because minus 149 seems way too low. You've got a, a, a pitcher, an actual major league pitcher who's pitched a couple times in course versus a guy who's not. Um, you have an awful Reds bullpen. You have a Rockies team that hits better at home. A pick for me on the Rockies minus 145. I have no problem laying the juice here. Um, I have no problem laying the run line if that's the way you want to look. Um, I tend to stay away from run lines. I don't do it often, um, but that's not a bad look either. Uh, this number makes no sense to me. If you said, if you said Rockies, if this was, if I could get the Reds at plus one seventy, and they're nowhere near that, but if I get the Reds plus one seventy, and the model said it's one forty nine, I'd look at that and I would say maybe I'd put a unit there because the model says there's value. I mean, that's how much this line makes no sense to me. So I, I don't understand it at all. That doesn't mean the Reds can't win, right? I mean, the Rockies aren't gonna, you know, if they play this game ten times, the Rockies don't win ten of them because that's how baseball works. Basketball. That's the way it works in basketball, right? It's a different animal. But I, 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 this number just blows my mind. 145 is a steal, not not a lock. No such thing as locking game like I always say. But a lot of value here. I love this Rockies minus 145 A-pick for me. I think my personal thought is this number should be out into the 160s, 170s, uh, maybe even higher than that. I, I, I just do not understand how the Reds are being priced at anything other than the 50-win team that I think they are. Which takes us to Tigers-Dodgers, a game that is priced like there's a 50-win team involved, or maybe like there's a 110-win team involved, which this Dodgers team might get there. Bo Brisky versus Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw is kind of good, if you didn't know. Bo Brisky, a relative unknown. Weather-wise, will be in the 60s. Slight breeze blowing out. Probably won't affect things too much. Total of eight. The model says Dodgers minus 288. Uh, I'd have to have at least plus 300 on the Tigers before I, I, I put money on them. Maybe if you got plus 300, I'd put a, you know, a half unit on the Tigers and just say, hey, <laughs> if they pull it off, you have great return on your investment. I don't think they win, though. Uh, the model thinks the Dodgers win 74% of the time. That seems about right. Uh, I could, you couldn't convince me to lay 315 with the Dodgers. I looked at the total. I It's hard to go under in these Dodgers games unless the situation's right. And it was last week a couple times against the Diamondbacks against those really good pitchers. Bo Brisky, I don't think is that guy. Uh, not against that offense. So I, I can't go under. With Clayton Kershaw on the mound, I, I can't go over. You could isolate team totals, but... You're having to go over a number like five and a half with the Dodgers, and they probably get over that, I guess. But it's just such a high number for a team, and the Tigers team total, you know, at like two and a half, and you're having to lay juice. I, it's just, it's just not that exciting. Nothing's that exciting in this game. It's priced pretty well. I'll go C pick, like I did last night. Dodgers on the run line. It's minus one fifty eight. So we're laying some steep odds. I don't, like I said, I don't like a lot in this game. It's your only late game of the night. Enjoy your family. Enjoy. Go watch a movie get in bed early, whatever you like to do. Uh, it's the only late game. I probably won't watch it much. I don't like anything here. So lean for me on the Dodgers on the run line. But, and, and that's kind of been working. We did it with the Yankees a couple times. We did a lot of time with the Dodgers. been working. But I just don't think there's value. So it's not what I want to be that invested in personally.
Recap on the Apex for me. Angels at the White Sox going first five under four and a half, just in case weather shortens that one. Twins at the Rays under seven and a half. Mariners at the Marlins under seven and a half. Red Sox at the Orioles going Red Sox minus 160. We've got the Brewers against the Cubs at minus 163. I've got the Rockies home to the Reds at minus 145. And then an over for all you over players out there. A pick on the over in Yankees Royals over seven and a half. And that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder, check out that Google Sheet for model picks, projections, and results. You can find that link and some of that extra sportsbook info at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you Monday. I'll post model output tomorrow. No show or official picks for me on Sundays last week. The exception, not doing it again. I will be out playing uh, baseball tomorrow morning. So best of luck to you today. Best of luck to you tomorrow. And I will see you on Monday. Until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.